the truth is, it's not how you feel about me. It's how you treat me that says everything that I need to know. What is up? Welcome back. This is Side Piece Season, the only podcast that blames you for your relationship falling apart. Let's go. What's up? Welcome back. Uh, today, just talking about commitment and the commitments that you have to make. They're not just commitments to the person that you're with. They're not just commitments to the people in your family. They're not commitments to your job. This is also the commitment to yourself. There are many different commitments that you have to make and thus you will always be pulled in different directions. Fully committing to a partner, that's scary. At some point, you're scared of it. Probably in part because you're playing a game and you're afraid of losing, right? You've got to win. So there's a lot of things that go into that. Your ego, um, the way you're viewed by your friends, all of these external things that may or may not actually have any value. And then the rest of it is just the regular old built-in fear of failure that we all have. The majority of people that are divorced, they're really plagued by this because obviously they were divorced. Um, so they've got something to, to hold up against all the pain and suffering that they went through with that. But it's also a factor among the young guns that have never even been married. Like there's these fears, there's this sportsmanship, this gamesmanship that they're playing and they don't commit fully often to themselves or to the person they're with, or they overcommit to the person they're with looking for them to save them and complete them, etc. Relationships are simple, but they're not easy. There's nothing really easy about them. And it could be attachment issues. It could be some sort of traumatic or just past painful events. Maybe you just don't trust easily, including and maybe especially yourself. Life requires a few things out of you. Energy, focus, discipline. In short, in one word, commitment. And you can throw intentionality in there. You can throw discipline in there, but it's, it all boils down to commitment and it takes courage to be fully committed to anything. It's the key. It's the gateway for you to get the most profound joy, the most profound satisfaction with life, but also it brings complete heartbreak. It can. And that's where the fear and the excuses come in. And we're great at both of them. If commitment is about giving your all, and prioritizing yourself and your loved ones, can you do it? Is it possible to be on at all times? If it were, you'd have yourself completely sorted out. You take care of yourself and your loved ones and all your responsibilities on a only a high level at all times, every day. But in my life, I don't know anybody that's doing it. The answer is, of course not. No, you can't be on at all times. How are you going to be all in for everyone and everything in your life? You just aren't. There's always a bit of a triage system going on there. You're prioritizing. Different things get elevated to the number one spot and other things end up getting demoted. These days we have more potential to be distracted than ever. And it's not just frivolous things that are taking our attention away. Blurring our focus. Whether you stay on topic and true to what you say you love is about discipline, and discipline comes from commitment. People blame it on all types of things. I had to disappear because I needed to do blank, fill in the blank, whatever whatever you've said. I call bullshit on that. You never have to disappear completely. 
though you may have to pull back some, but even when you're pulling back to focus on some task or some goal, you can still keep the communication quality, even though the quantity drops off. Hey, this next two months, I'm going to be going hard on this project at work. I'm going to pull back some. You'll still hear from me as much as I can and the best quality that I can. It's bullshit. I don't buy it. We give ourselves a free pass too easy. Because if you think about the things that you were really passionate about, you always, no matter how tired you were, found time for that thing. It was a rare case where you were just too tired to do it, too tired to follow through with it. If you were passionate about it and committed to it, you got it in. The part that's hardest to accept is that at times we actively choose to devalue our relationships with the people that we love, air quotes, for totally selfish, ego-driven reasons. And then we blame our actions on something else. But really, it's us. It's what we're doing. It's what we've decided. We're the ones that decide on the actions that we actually take. You promote one thing, that means you're demoting other things. And you do it as you see fit. Let's talk about one failed marriage that I know intimately well. Mine. Back when I was working a lot, picking up extra shifts, doing all these things, the excuse was that we needed the money. And of course, who doesn't need extra money? It's always nice to have. But the truth in it, I put money ahead of the relationship because though I hated that, that's the behavior that was modeled for me in my childhood. Other things that I committed to and put ahead of the relationship, I never missed a Kung Fu seminar or a shooting class. Their hobbies, their practical hobbies, they could come in handy someday. But the truth is I was always fearful of being hurt both physically and emotionally. So in a misdirected way, I did what seemed to offer the most protection. But on a deeper level, I was committed to protecting myself. I was focused on the wrong areas entirely. The biggest threats to my well-being occurred in my childhood. I'd have been better served dealing with that, whatever it took to get through that. Instead, I was air quotes, fighting this by focusing elsewhere, not addressing the actual problem. And the saddest in all of that was that my ex-wife was likely a big part of the answer that I needed to get past the problems that I faced. But I was afraid to seem weak emotionally, sort of on some of that robot boy shit that I was on. And thus, I always kept her at some distance. But I, I definitely did not want it to ever end. I didn't want to I didn't want to lose the relationship, a commitment to improving myself, just to getting past the emotional state that had me all fucked up in the first place. That would have done a world of good because of my past and the shit that I didn't deal with. I can't commit on the level that I need to. And it's quite easy to interpret my actions as I don't really care either way. So it was missing a full commitment to myself to freeing myself from the things that haunted me, which would have increased the likelihood of success for both of us. I say all that to say, if you don't complete it, you repeat it. The best version of you is a benefit to everyone in your life. So commit to that and know that at different times, you definitely will have to put more energy into a given area. That doesn't excuse you. That doesn't allow you to get a pass from staying committed and showing that commitment to the people that you care about, to the things that you care about. You're going to have to juggle. It's a juggling act. 
So who and what are you committed to? And are you showing that commitment regularly? Maybe not every day, but regularly enough so that it's not in doubt. It's, there's no question. And if not, get on the job because it's your responsibility. Commitment and all the things that come with it, the discipline, the focus, the intentionality. If you're really committed, you're going to get the best results that you can have. Now, I want to read you this text that kind of touches on a few things all at once. So let's bring this thing up here. little background. A friend of mine with somebody in the dating phase, they're going back and forth. Then there's more and more distance between the responses. And finally, out of the blue, she gets an invite to go somewhere. I've already made other plans. Uh, I respect my time as well as yours, and nobody should wait around to hear back from someone. We'll skip forward a little bit. Um, People normally put their best foot forward when first getting to know someone, and in the terms of communication and planning, it's not working for me. Please don't take this as there is something wrong with you or the negative towards you. This is about me and what I'm looking for. She goes on to say some other stuff. Clearly, on display is a lack of commitment to making something happen. But beyond that, if everybody leads with what they're committed to, what they're focused on, what they want out of the relationship, you display that from the beginning. They display whatever they're going to come with from the beginning. And then you know early on whether you're compatible as far as what you want out of the relationship. It's on display early. If all parties show up and are open and honest about what they want – you know right away whether there's any future if they want what you want. You can stop playing the games. You don't have to worry. You don't. This pullback phase is stupid because all it is is you realize that what you want is not what they want, and so you then decide to kind of pull back. You don't break up. You don't walk away. You keep you keep them on the line so that maybe you could get back together at some point in the future. It's like hedging your bets. Nobody wants to be on the back burner. Simple and plain. So if it's not what you want, if it doesn't look like it's going to work out, it's fine. They're not all going to work out. Just step away. Just move on. Don't waste people's time and be safe. Another one in the books. Have a fantastic Monday, a great week, and an awesome weekend. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. If you need the national crisis suicide number, it is 988. Again, that's 988. Make sure that everybody that needs it has it. In the meantime, be good to yourself. Be good to others. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. Like, subscribe, tell a friend. If you dislike what you heard, tell an enemy it was the best podcast you have ever heard. I'll see you next week. Be good. Peace. All of this is designed to keep you from experiencing... Oh.